Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1478 today. The big news from the publishing panel that happened at San Diego Comic-Con on Friday. Punch it, Chewy. I'm Amy Rackwith with Lattes with Leia, and you're listening to Star Wars 7 by 7 the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So, one for two, it seems. My big prediction with the Clone Wars panel was correct, that there were going to be new episodes. My prediction for the publishing panel, that we would get a tie-in novel to Star Wars Resistance. Well, no, that one didn't pan out. But, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So, I'd say Batten 500 is pretty darn good, as I mix hockey and baseball metaphors there for you. The publishing panel, though, had a lot of interesting stuff to reveal, and I would say probably the three biggest reveals would have to be around the solo novelization, the new novel by Claudia Gray, and the new novel by E.K. Johnston. At least that's the big news as far as novels go. Comic books, well, we'll talk about that on tomorrow's episode, but... For the novels, let's start off with the Solo A Star Wars Story novelization. This is going to be an expanded edition book, just like The Last Jedi book was. That one was written by Jason Fry. This one's going to be written by Mer Lafferty, and she has written a couple of short stories for Star Wars already. Voice of the Empire was published in Star Wars Insider Magazine, and that was a tie-in to the Rogue One Catalyst novel. And I guess that would be Catalyst to Rogue One novel, <laughs> more properly. And she also wrote a story called... Called Not for Nothing, which was in the From a Certain Point of View collection of the 40 years of Star Wars and the 40 short stories that told the Star Wars story from other characters' point of view. It was on the modal nodes, that story was. And so she's going to be the one who's writing the solo novelization. It's going to have scenes that did not appear in the movie, as in deleted scenes, and also alternate scenes that were considered in early drafts of the screenplay. Some of that stuff is being brought into the mix as well, so it's going to be a good fun ride, I would say. Then in February of 2019, I should actually backtrack and say Mer Lafferty's solo adaptation comes out in September of this year. The next big announcement is the novel Master and Apprentice that's coming out in February of 2019, written by Claudia Gray, who is already batting three for three, continuing baseball metaphors here with Lost Stars and Bloodline and Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Now she's writing a novel that is being described as taking place before The Phantom Menace and featuring Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi as they're sent on a dangerous mission by the Jedi Order. And look, I have a prediction about this one, so I'm just going to put it on the table right now. Actually, it's a dangerous mission for the Jedi. I just double-checked. Not the Jedi Order. Maybe I'm just, you know, letting my hypothesis run away with itself. But look, it takes place before The Phantom Menace, and it involves Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, so... It's Claudia Gray. My money is on it being about the Mandalorian Civil War and about the year that they spent on the run with the Duchess Satine trying to keep her safe as the Mandalorian Civil War erupted. And you know, she was trying to get the Mandalorians to be more peaceful and make a break with their brutal past. 
and was a you know part of the new Mandalorian movement. So unfortunately, that didn't go over well with the old Mandalorians, and they sent bounty hunters after her, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, if there is anyone who can write a story where we will see the developing feelings between the Duchess Satine and Obi-Wan Kenobi and how tragically that's going to end up, well, Claudia Gray is probably the number one choice for that particular task. And then the last novel that was announced at San Diego Comic-Con, the last big novel of note, is called Queen's Shadow, and it's written by E.K. Johnston, who is the author of the excellent Ahsoka novel. Queen's Shadow is coming in March of 2019, and it focuses on Padme Amidala. Padme's getting more visibility right now in Star Wars canon. She's showing up in the Thrawn Alliances novel. She's going to get her own novel here. I think this is a really very cool development. And the deal with Queen's Shadow is that it takes place based on the description about two years prior to the events of Attack of the Clones, so that would be eight years after the Phantom Menace. So if you really want a year, that would be 24 years before the Battle of Yavin and five years before Empire Day when Palpatine overthrows everyone and implements Order 66 and all that. So does that place it in the timeline <laughs> well enough for you? It's basically at the end of Padme's term as Queen and she is asked to at least stay on as a senator and continue to represent Naboo to the galaxy. And the description says that she's supposed to be learning how to forge a new identity beyond the Queen's shadow and get herself immersed in the treacherous world of politics and be able to deal with that. And she's going to have her handmaidens to help her out with that as well, which means that we'll see at least Corday, who unfortunately is the one who died on the platform, at the beginning of Attack of the Clones, acting as a decoy for Padme, but at least we'll get to see Corday, and hopefully she'll get to participate in some very cool action sequences. You know, anybody who's willing to throw herself in as a decoy, like, you want to see them shine. So it's going to be a little bit tragic in a way to see Corday in action in Queen's Shadow, assuming that she's part of the action in the novel. And that's going to do it for the major novel announcements for the publishing panel at San Diego Comic-Con. And I'm going to link to the post at StarWars.com that has all of the publishing announcements. And we'll talk about the big comic announcements on tomorrow's episode. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and we'll do a little bit of follow-up on the Clone Wars news from yesterday. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, if you're enjoying Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast, bringing you a daily dose of Star Wars joy for more than four years and 1,500 episodes now, I hope you'll consider putting a tip in the metaphorical tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7x7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SW7x7. You can show your support for as little as $1 per month, and if you do a little bit more, there's a little bit more fun for you too. Again, that's P-A-T treon.com slash sw7x7 i thank you and star wars 7x7 thanks you too welcome back all right so there's no real new information per se about the clone wars announcement there's not been any confirmation about when exactly it will be hitting the disney streaming service i.e will the streaming service launch with these 12 episodes intact or is it going to be something that's opened up a little bit later down the line don't know yet one thing though that i saw that was particularly interesting was dan zare's article for ign dan zare is part of the coffee with kenobi team and he mentioned 
mentioned a couple of ideas about potential stories that could be told in these last 12 episodes that I thought were worth sharing with you. First of all, apparently there was supposed to be an arc featuring Cad Bane and Boba Fett teaming up, and apparently that wasn't going to go very well, that the two of them would eventually come to blows and it would leave Fett with a dented helmet, among other things. And Dan also says that Cad Bane's fate is currently unknown, but it would be very cool to see what happens between the two of them. I have to agree, Cad Bane was one of the more dynamic villains in the Clone Wars, so that would be very cool. And he says there was a whole multi-episode arc that is kicking around out there about that, so that would be very cool. And the other thing he flagged was the fact that, hey, Maul is still around and he's going to be part of the Siege of Mandalore, so... You know, why not talk about what Maul was doing with Crimson Dawn? Like, how did he get involved with that organization? How did he meet Dryden Voss? Any of that stuff? Does his involvement with Crimson Dawn actually date back to this Clone Wars era? We don't know, but it would be interesting to find out and see if that could get depicted, (laughs) if I can say it correctly, see that depicted in the small screen animation of Star Wars' final season of the Clone Wars. And I got to agree with you on that one, Dan. I think that would be a great addition as well. And that right there is going to do it for the podcast. Again, we'll talk about big comic releases coming in tomorrow's episode. And there's a couple that will be very interesting, I think, to you. So just stick with me for it. You believe me, you're going to be into it. For now, though, it just remains for me to say thank you so much for listening as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you engage those Star Destroyers at point-blank range, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not the shortest offensive of all time, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.